0: He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center operations podcast, where we try to give you actionable items that you can take back to your contact center to make instant improvements to the quality, to your agent, to the engagement, to the whole center as a whole. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 500-seat call center outsourcer located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? Oh one week uh kind of into it almost two weeks now into uh into back to work from my vacation into the groove pretty excited about uh about this podcast that we're gonna do today uh before we get into what we're gonna talk about I just want to you know, throw out, I I sent a a quick kind of note podcast or like a little, I don't want to say emergency podcast, but last week talking about the new book that we have coming out. So it's supposed to be out yesterday, which is Tuesday. Um, It's going to take us one more day um, to get everything ready to get all that editing, get the cover art totally done. So it's going to go out tomorrow or Friday at the most, but it's going out this week. So if you've read Advice from a Call Center Geek, we are coming out with a new version. It's called More Advice from a Call Center Geek. We've basically taken the book, given it kind of version two. We've added 60 to 70 pages to it. What we're going to do is we're going to try to offer this. Well, we're going to offer this, the digital version, kind of the Kindle version for free for the first three days. So anybody that's already bought the first book, I didn't want to have to have you purchase the second one. So if you go to More Geek com. just give me your first name and your email address i'm not going to use it for anything other than on uh, when we launch thursday or friday i'll send you a link um, that you can go on to amazon and, and download that book for free i'm going to try or i'm going to make the paperback as cheap as i possibly can so amazon has a cost to, to print out each book it's normally three or four dollars so i'm going to just charge cost it'd be like three or four bucks to, to get the the paperback version not going to make any money off of it just like to try to get that out to as many of as the fans of the podcast as as possible the official birthday of the book is thursday so we were we were going to do that on tuesday but you know at least we'll wait until the the official one year anniversary of, of us doing the book which kind of kicked off the podcast and is has kind of got this ball rolling all right so again real quick com. if you're if you're interested in the new book Today's podcast is going to be a little different. So we've, we've focused on you know, operational tactics and we focused on technology and, and leadership and, and things that, that you can do in your call center to, to really make some instant improvements, hopefully. And I've gotten so, many, so much awesome feedback um, from, from a lot of you who have taken some of these things to heart, which, which really makes me feel great that you guys are finding some value in this. But I want to tell you a story so this is a true story about me starting off as a call center supervisor, and it's kind of i think the foundational story of of who I became as a as a contact center you know a, a leadership you know and, and obviously now owning a a contact center um an outsourcer and, and having all different departments all report to me. So this is, again, a foundational story that I think is really cool for all of you out there that are brand new supervisors, maybe a couple years on the job. And also those of you who are you know, call center executives or, or call center managers that have supervisors that are under you. Um, I think you, you can relate to a lot of the pieces of the story. So again, I'm going to take you back to the year probably 2002, 2003, this is the, the first call center after I was a supervisor, right? I became a supervisor. And then I, I moved up to what we called it at the time was the AM production coordinator. So let me tell you this this little story. And, you know, being a, I guess a, a young, pretty naive new manager, I, you know, had a type A personality. Um, I was put in charge of, of a lot of people and that can, that can could have been my, you know, mid twenties. That's a could have been a recipe for a disaster, right? Especially in call center management when everybody's so close. But um, I had progressed my way up through the call center ranks of being a, an associate, being on the phones, inbound, outbound, doing some stints in IT. Always liked the people piece of this more, so I moved my way out onto the floor. So I progressed my way up the call center that I was working at to, as I talked to be that AM. Production coordinator. So that meant I was in charge of about 15 supervisors and about 150 to 175 agents that were that reported me. And you know, my duties were to make sure that the AM shift met all of its. We said the qualitative and quantitative goals for both the clients that we worked for. So my job was to basically hit the numbers, no matter what program we were doing um, for the for the AM. So not soon after taking my position, uh, my shift, so this AM shift, which has always outperformed the PM, we started to fall back. Right, we started to struggle. Our numbers weren't as good. You know, the quality scores were dropping. You know, I was having more and more issues on the floor with associates, and so you know we were becoming less profitable. And there was more headaches. The turnover was going up a little bit. So I got kind of the the summons. Right, I got I got brought up to the to my bosses, who was the in charge of all production um, for the for the contact center. And so one morning, I got called up to to, to her office. And we had to talk about what was going on. You know, I told her I was doing everything right, right? When, when someone had a bad monitoring score, I made sure that instantly they were written up. Um, if they were down in sales, they were put on corrective action. You know, there was no one on that floor that, you know, didn't have some type of corrective action or we were talking about, you know, some of the things that they were doing wrong. And, you know, the thing that kind of stuck with me is she didn't really care about that. And all she said to me was, do the people on the floor trust you? I said, absolutely. You know, there's no doubt in my uh, in my mind that uh, my proactive management style that I was trusted by everyone, right? She asked me to define what, what trust was. And of course, being that 20-year-old kind of naive manager, um, I said, you know, trust means you don't lie to people, right? You're honest and trustworthy. And that's what I am with all the reps. I'm, I'm giving them honest feedback for all their you know all the things that you're doing wrong to try to to try to help them. And she was super kind. Uh, you know, she she never yelled at me. She uh she said, "Yes, that was part of it, but it's a very very small part." And she told me that over the years and so again, this isn't my uh my equation, but I use it in every single consulting gig that I get, I use it in my call center my supervisors can repeat this like it's the back of their hand. It's, it's as important as for the management team as the attitude and effort culture um, that we talk about. But she said that trust equals character plus competence and in the call center world plus motivation. So the trust equation is trust equals character plus competence plus motivation. You know, she told me, you know, really, this wasn't the end all be all to fix all the issues in the center, but a guideline for constant management growth. You know, when you're trusted as a manager, you can get people to do amazing things. But more importantly, and, and especially in the call center world, you can get people to do the routine jobs exceptionally well, right? If they trust the supervisor, if they trust what's being told to them, if they trust what the end outcomes are going to be. So, really, this made me think. She told me there was another word that I needed to figure out myself that I could substitute for trust. And this word really is the, the pinnacle that any management person would, would want to hear from, from their the people that are working for them, for their associates in the call center world. You know, it really describes you at at the the high, the highest point of of what you can be in business. Um, she told me to to let her know when I figured out what that word was. And what could I you know, kind of use this whole equation, this this trust equals character plus competence to motivation. You know, there's a kind of an end result with that. And, and what was it? So I did think about that. Right? And maybe that, I don't want to say, makes me a little bit different. But when I get things like this that I know can improve myself, can improve what I'm doing, I obsess. So you know, over the years, I've I've come to kind of really think about this management equation. And so this is kind of how I have it broken down. And we'll get to what that word is. And maybe you can kind of figure it out as we go here. But, you know, we talk about trust equals character. And, and really, there's so much that entails this, that character is really a, a lifelong progression, really with, with no true ending point. You know, it starts when you're really young and a a management position with the the basics of making sure that, you know, one, you're there on time, you're dressed appropriately, you care about the job you do, you look the right part. I I don't know. I'm old school. You know, so many people in the call center now, and the millennials in the call center, just you can come to work in jeans and your hair is messy and you just woke up and you got a sweatshirt on. I don't know. Maybe that works in some centers. I don't don't think that, again, that's not a true... uh, I guess definition of character but I think you know when it goes into it it's what type of person do you want to be and when you're you're kind of showing up the right way I think that 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 tells a lot of, of the type of person you are you know it's 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 how you perform on the on the floor from a from an objective standpoint of how people are viewing you right it's it's not backstabbing people it's it's more than that it's not using bad language it's not lying it's all those types of things that, that develop your work character, which can be different than your outside character. But it's knowing that somebody can really uh, depend upon you to do the right thing, whether that's the rep or whether that is the a management person. That's kind of what entails, I think, the, the call center character of a, of a supervisor or a management person. Now, the second piece of this equation is competence, and, and being competent in your job is is vital. You know, So many managers equate competence to knowing more than everyone, right? They think about that they need to be the smartest person in the room. In fact, it's probably opposite of that. The, f- the, the truest form of, of competence is the ability to make more good decisions than bad ones, right? It's not knowing everything because you're not going to know everything, but you make better decisions because you're competent in what you think and what you know that outcome is going to be. So and how you do that it's just it's putting the the time and effort in listening to your team taking suggestions putting together the best answers to a solution bringing different answers to to the management team. Um, you know when I first started with my my type of personality I felt threatened when someone else had an idea. Do you, do you feel threatened? Right? If you do, back up, relax. You know Take what everyone is saying and, and mold it into what you think is, is the appropriate action because a lot of times, especially the reps who are living, eating, breathing this on the front lines, they have some really good ideas. So the last piece of this is, is motivation, right? So to be trusted, you know, you have to be motivated. Now, I get that not everybody's personality is to rah-rah, high-five and, you know, <laughs> run and give chest bumps, and that's okay. But all this really means is that you need to be positive in dealing with people, um, you need to be more of a positive influence than a negative one, that you are going to add energy to your team. You are going to add energy to the room. You're not going to take energy, right? There's that uh, There's that book, The Energy Bus, where we talk about the two dogs, right? And positive dog on your shoulder, and there's a negative dog on your shoulder, and they're both fighting for your attention. And, you know, the one that wins is the one that you feed, right? So if you're feeding positive vibes, positive energy, that's the dog that kind of... Uh, jumps off your shoulder and actually jumps and goes and, and helps other people as well. So you know, making sure that you are the one that is adding to the energy of the room, not taking away from it. So that doesn't mean that you're not giving corrective actions, right? And we've talked about how to coach and the proper ways to coach, and it's not beating somebody up, but to making sure that we're getting across to them with them not getting defensive. So you can't take really anything personal. You have to make sure that you're doing it the right way but the overall motivational standpoint that i'm kind of defining this as that i've seen is is to have that positive mental attitude when you're out on the floor at all times and that shows the motivation that you have to get things done in the right way. So, you know, we we talked about this again. So, trust from a management standpoint, especially in the call center, if you have the proper character, right? If you if you're looking the part. If the the reps know that they can they know you're not going to lie to them that they know that the things that you say are, are are real. That you're you're trying to help them, and they feel that that you're you're competent in your job, right? You're making really good decisions. You're making good decisions that are not only benefiting the company but helping the reps um, get to a different level in their job. And you're motivated, right? You're a positive person. People gravitate towards you. Um, there's there's a lot of things out there that you're helping push to, to drive forward. If you have those things, right? Then we get to what that darn word is that we were talking about, and, and I don't know if any of you can kind of figure it out, but it's taken me some years to kind of reflect upon. You know, it took me a couple of weeks to realize what that word was when I was, you know, initially given the the trust equation for my for my mentor, my boss. It embarrasses me to say it took as long as it did. It probably should have come right away once I really thought about it all, but I get. I think it shows how far off track I was back in the day with how my management style was compared to what it is today and what it what it should be. But after a couple weeks, I knocked on her door. I didn't walk in. I just poked my head in and I just said one word to her and that word was respect. She smiled and said, that's the word and that's call center management. That word sums up everything that you do. So when we build our management trainee program, when we build our culture of attitude and effort, you know that word of, of respect and trust is kind of at our hierarchy and we bridge from there. And we say, how do we get to that level where all of our reps are, are trusting and respecting our supervisors? Because that's where the true power lies. True power doesn't lie in a, a supervisor that knows everything, that's bossy, that corrects everybody for every little thing that they do true power lies in the supervisor that is respected that is trusted because they are competent in their job they have high character and they're super positive and super motivated that is our kind of our our pillar as well of our management trainee program to get those three aspects of it you know tied into that trust slash respect factor so i learned a lot from this this is again this is the bedrock of where I've really built everything from from this story and this kind of mentoring experience that happened to me when I was in my, my early 20s and it's something that I use now with again we talked about with all the supervisors but if someone is having a rough time if someone is you know, on the floor and they're they're just not performing like they should there's issues on their team that's the question that I ask when they come into my office and we sit down and they say I'm doing everything right and I say do your reps trust you and we go through this kind of process because it can't be just a, a told process. It's got to be a taught process and they got to kind of figure some of these things out on their own. And they do, as long as you're guiding them down that road, just like I was guided. So a little bit of a different podcast. I hope that that's helpful. I think it's a really cool call center parable um, that can be used really in, in any type of aspect of, of management and in, in management mentoring or, or engagement. So um, again, thank you guys for, for allowing me to kind of, talk about that. This is, it's been a, again, a, a pretty cool story that I've, I've been meaning to tell for a couple weeks and, um, finally got some time to kind of put it all back down and, and talk about it. So again, thank you guys. Again, uh, be ready for the book, more geek.callcentergeek.com. Um, I'd love for you guys to post some reviews up on the, uh, on the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you can, but especially on iTunes, please take a moment, please not only just you know click a four or five, but hopefully a four or five, but actually post some some reviews that talk about if this is added value to uh, to what you've you've seen and brought back to your call center, or if you know there's certain things that you'd like to to see better, you know, with the podcast as well. Again, thank you guys very much. I will talk to you next week. Hopefully, you get the book. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday as well. Thanks, guys.